0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane
1: Coleman. In association with Air on News Talk. Now, moving on to the Israeli Hamas conflict, we're joined by journalist reporting from the Middle East, Hannah McCarthy. Hannah, how are things at the moment where you are? I'm in
2: Jerusalem now. So, uh, last night we saw quite a kind of significant rocket uh, attack by Hamas. Um, you know, people were kind of sharing photos of the Iron Dome in action. Uh, overnight we also heard that the Israelis had launched kind of small a small kind of operation into Gaza that meant that there was kind of troops on the ground there Uh, and again last night we also saw that uh, EU leaders have uh, agreed language in relation to the conflict they're calling for a a humanitarian pause yeah Uh, there was kind of um, a debate over the language that w- would be used, with um, several countries objecting to the use of the term ceasefire because they viewed it as diluting uh, Israel's right to defend itself.
1: Okay. Um, with regard to that incursion by Israel into Gaza, do we know how significant that was? It was relatively small. Is it is it a a scouting, I suppose, endeavour? Do we think ahead of a full scale invasion, or or do we do we know? What that was, you know, is it looking for hostages? Do we know what the, what the purpose was? I mean, there's
2: a lot up in the air at the moment about um, a, a full ground invasion. Netanyahu released quite a um, a statement that basically suggested there is not agreement among the military and his um, war cabinet about uh, when the uh, ground invasion is going to happen uh it suggests that the U.S. is not kind of, you know, providing its support for an immediate grand evasion. That looks like it's going to be delayed, um, you know, for, for a period. Uh, so, this looks like a kind of smaller um, ground invasion Again, it's, it's not clear whether it's that they want to uh, show more, more momentum. Uh, they have said that they have targeted 250 Hamas targets in the last 24 hours. Again, it's slightly hard to verify this. Uh, that's the information we have so far.
1: Okay. And very lastly, do we know anything about the situation with, with trucks entering Gaza currently?
2: Uh, we have seen uh, 27 trucks have gone in since last Friday. We don't have any... Update on the fuel um, issue, which is that Israel is opposed to fuel going into Gaza Strip because it fears it will be used by Hamas to launch rockets. On the other hand, hospitals are running out of fuel; they cannot uh, supply electricity for elderly or um, premature babies, and in general, we're going to see a dramatic uh, escalation in the humanitarian catastrophe if there is not fuel in the next kind of day or two going into Gaza.
1: Hannah McCarthy, journalist reporting from the Middle East. Thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast and staying with the Middle East. We're joined now by Patrick Bury, who is Senior Lecturer at the University of Bath and former NATO Analyst and Army Officer. Good morning to you, Patrick. Um, Good morning. Can we talk first of all about, about, uh, I was discussing there with Hannah, the the incursion. What's your view on what the Israelis are doing?
0: Yeah, I think it's essentially raids and uh, probes. So the first one we had, which was uh, the night before, Last, which was essentially a, uh, a probe in to check what were the defences like to engage in some of those defences and um, basically just gather intelligence as well. And they use tanks for that. Um, this one, it seems like they've gone further in, um, a bit more of a raid because they were targeting a, a senior Hamas commander, which they say they have. But again, it's unverified. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it seems to be fairly low level in terms of like the numbers of um, so troops used.
1: Testing the waters, is, is that what's happening? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. You've got to remember that, you know, although there is a, a highly professional part of the Israeli defense forces, these um, these reservists, you know, have gone through training years ago. And the, yeah. uh, the idea that you could just throw them in, depending on which units are going in to do this, but you do need to train them up and refresh them. So okay. there'll be a whole piece about gathering intelligence and getting um, situational awareness as well.
1: Okay, yeah. Um- other issues that are, are arising, the, the EU statement calling for pauses and humanitarian corridors, that's quite significant, not calling for a full ceasefire, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and it just reflects the um, the divisions within the EU, isn't it, really? On one side where you get to sort of the, the pro-Israeli um, nations, such as the Czech Rep and Germany um, and a few others, and then the more pro-Palestinian ones, which is Ireland and uh, Portugal and Spain, so um, it just reflects that division, and they've kind of managed to, to to fudge it as the EU does, to be honest with you. But um, so it's it's a it's a they've asked for a pause rather than a ceasefire. We'll see what happens. I think the wider thing here is is what's interesting is whether this ground invasion. You know, obviously Netanyahu is, seems to be chomping at the bit to go and do it. Um, there's a whole you know, political piece potentially behind that, you know, in terms of Israeli domestic politics. But um, it does seem that uh, both his military and certainly from my military perspective, this is a hugely risky operation yeah. and it could be very destructive and bloody not only to, it was to those in Gaza, Hamas and the civilians, but also to to the Israeli armed forces and you know, ultimately, at a strategic level for Israel. So we shall see. You know, and,
1: and and I imagine if if there are thousands of Israelis killed going in, that that the escalation would be almost unbearable and, and unthinkable. And um, lastly, before I let you go, Patrick, that that U.S. strike that we've seen overnight in Syria on on, on what are being called Iranian-backed militias, is that part of this? Is is that a, a, a the U.S. laying down a marker to Iran to 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 pull in its horns to not get involved?
0: You know, in... In sort of layman's term, Israel has been acting, or sorry, Iran has been acting up really in a really bad way in the last, since this has happened. They've attacked the US or their their aligned militias, which is basically mm-hmm. Iran, right, have attacked 16 US bases oh, uh, in the Middle East in the last, oh, I don't know, since the attack happened to, to odd weeks. Sabre-rattling, you know?
1: Hezbollah attacking
0: US. More than sabre-rattling, more than sabre-rattling. If you attack, using your militias to attack US bases is that at a time of such heightened trouble is asking for escalation.
1: Um, so you're saying around wants uh, escalation, that's what they, do they want out and out war in the region? Not,
0: they are not backing off. Uh, They're not backing off. They're certainly signaling to the US um, by doing that. Um, and they're not backing okay. off, so they're contributing what, what you would hope a responsible nations would would at a at a time like this would calm everything down and stop doing this stuff, okay. so that you could p- create the space. Patrick, and they're certainly not doing that.
1: Before I let you go, then the risk of this escalation to uh, I suppose a region wide all out war uh, is that quite significant now?
0: I think it's delicately poised. I hope, camera heads, I, I would say that the delay, that, you know, you can read into the re, the reason that this has been delayed is because there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes diplomatically to try to stop a ground invasion, to stop it escalating. You've obviously got actors like Iran not helping at all, but I think other than them, most people are actually trying to ch- trying to de-escalate this, and you've obviously got Israel who, who, um, who thinks they need to do the ground invasion, or some of them anyway. Um, but it is delicately poised, and the thing to look for is if the ground invasion happens then does Hezbollah respond mm. and I you know I, I I couldn't really call that at the moment you've got two two things one the ground invasion seems more likely than not at the moment but I'd still have a question mark over and then two does Hezbollah respond um I, I don't know with 5050 or less you know so there's a couple of things to look out for in second and third order effects
1: Patrick Bury senior security lecturer at the University of Bath and former NATO analyst and army officer thank you for speaking to News Talk breakfast